0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Elk Shape Podcast number 38 with me, Dan the Fitness Man. No guest today. I'm going to do a recap episode. It's going to be quick and short. In fact, I'm going to set my timer because this is going to be like what we call an AMRAP in the CrossFit world where we're basically gonna do this and get as much information in the shortest amount of time so I'm gonna set my stopwatch for 20 minutes it'll be a quick lesson here we go so what I want to talk about today was a couple of different areas of elk hunting and get you guys some good information on what uh, I'm working on behind the scenes Uh, elk shape is a brand let's define what we're after well it's kind of a lifestyle Elk shape doesn't mean that you're in shape for elk hunting. and That's all we're going to focus on is nutrition and fitness tips. I think I would bore people to death, although I could talk about that for days. What elk shape to me means is it's a platform to preach to people that are normal, hardworking, blue collar dudes, ladies that are just passionate about elk hunting. Maybe you're out of the elk hunting learning curve. Maybe you just started it or somewhere in the middle. that It's a steep learning curve, and I want to help people not do what I did and go with tag soup for so many years. So I'm going to try it every way I can, explain how to speed up that learning curve. And I want to set the premise for what I mean by that. I like people that elk hunt on public land with a general tag. Or maybe it's a special tag that you drew, and I know if you drew it, you probably spent a lot of money, time to get that tag. This isn't for people that could probably afford an outfitter, and there's nothing wrong with that. This isn't for people that can afford a landowner tag voucher, you know, in Utah or Colorado or other states like Nevada, and there's nothing wrong. I have a really good friend who gets a couple landowner tags every year, and he doesn't kill a bull every year, but uh, he's also really picky. But that's not my point. My point is that I'm trying to talk to people that are doing elk hunting. That's just it's just harder to kill an elk on public land. At the end of the day, no matter what kind of elk you're trying to kill, it's hard. So I don't want to get caught up on public, private, guided. Like that's not my point. Um, I just can only talk about what I know and what I know from my situation. Being where I'm in life, is just I love the -the over-the-counter, very competitive tag that I can buy at Walmart and hunt against other people and other predators like wolves, bears, and cats, and harsh winters. So that's what we're talking about is learning how to hunt elk, and part of that is fitness. Unfortunately, for those that just are tired of the fitness wave uh, interrupting their hunting world, I'm sorry, but... The way I hunt elk, if you could come with me, it's a very physical endeavor. And fitness should never get in the way of you hunting, of you hiking. Cross one more creek, you bet. Summit one more ridge, no problem. Pack out a bull there? Sure. It may take me a couple days, but we'll get her done. So fitness is a huge ally for mental as well as far as staying sharp, focused and not being mentally weak knowing that all the discipline and all the work you put in prior to the season this is where you get to showcase it i tell the people at my gym who are into crossfit that elk hunting is my crossfit games you know it's what i work for all year and when it's finally here i want it to be easy and it is it's really like not a problem to get up every day at 3:30 a.m and go in the dark and get where i need to get it's just uh it's every day's christmas man every day is Christmas. You don't know what's going to happen. So that's what Elk Shape's all about is just crushing the elk hunting learning curve, staying disciplined, setting goals, being diligent, delayed gratification, hustle. Those are the sponsors of this show. And my other sponsors, just so you guys know, I I don't talk about them enough. They're really truly what helps this thing run. And so we're going to do that right now. And it's going to be quick but it's going to segue into something that I wanted to announce here exclusively on this podcast. So if you didn't know, I shoot a Hoyt bow. I've shot other bows. I My first bow was a Martin Pantera in like 2001 pawn shop or something. I think I bought it in Deer Park, Washington. It might've been an archery shop. I don't know. I don't remember, but I know that It didn't take me long to figure out I needed to step my game up. So I went to Spokane Valley Archery and met Josh Jones a long time ago. And he sold me a Hoyt. And then somehow I got into the hunting industry eventually and partnered with Hoyt. So I'm Hoyt for life. I think they're really tough bows. I think their technology is awesome. I don't think they just come out with a new bow every year just because. I think they really make innovation and test and test, and test, and they don't put out anything that they haven't tested, I love that, so Hoyt, thanks for all your support, speaking of Josh Jones, Spokane Valley Archery, I switched to his custom strings that he makes in-house, and you can too, send your bow to him, tell him you know elk shape, and he'll put his, you know, his strings on, and they won't stretch, and you won't have to tune it all the time, and you just have to ship it to him, and let him know that I sent you, that's it, they're called Podium Archer Strings. They're legit. I used to be a Winner's Choice guy until they sold out. Winner's Choice was a mom-and-pop shop in Oregon. Then they sold out, and I just don't think they're as good. And th- that's my opinion. Easton Archery, I've tried other arrows, gold tip, victory, etc., etc. I will not switch from a full metal jacket on elk. I just won't. I've tried it. It just doesn't work out, and including bears. So I shoot an FMJ, a three forty spine. Um, I just like carbon-wrapped in aluminum, and I think it's hard-hitting, and I like a heavy arrow. I tip it with a Grim Reaper Pro Series. It's a fixed broadhead. I got nothing against mechanicals. If you want a wound elk, that's your deal. Just joking. You you shoot an elk where you're supposed to. They're going to die, but I just don't like relying on anything mechanical. I want a fixed broadhead, and I think it also elevates your archery game to have your bow super-tuned. When you put a fixed broadhead on there, you got to pay attention to the details. I always kind of put a boning wrap on the end and boning blazers, two inch with a three degree offset. So thank you, boning. Thank you, Grim Reaper. I've been wearing Kinetrick boots since 2010. They're out of Montana. Everybody's foot's different. That's just what works for me. Their new guide series is what I rock. The Desert Sheep, I think it's the Desert Guide Series. That's by far and away my favorite boot they've ever made. Out of Bozeman, Montana, Sika gear, owned by Gore. I just don't think anyone's on their level when it comes to innovation. And the subalpine just happens to work really, well, really, really well where I elk hunt. So Vortex Optics, I think, are the best glass for the dollar, including their warranty. I don't have to say much more about that. I think their best glass is their Razor 10x42. It's super affordable, and that's you only need those. And I use their Rangefinder 1000 as well. So XO Mountain Gear out of Boise, Idaho. Steve Speck and Mark. Those guys are solid dudes. And I think that that pack is the lightest on the market. And I think that coming from guys who use other packs, this is the one that you don't waste energy on as far as you can pack a load of elk out, which I've done this year three times. On your first trip out, you don't have to go back and get a pack frame. You can just take the bag off. Put it against the frame, use your load sling if you have it, put the bag on, and go. And there's not a ton of pockets and zippers. And It's just really well thought out, lightweight, durable. It's the best backpack I've ever used. Caribou game bags, synthetic game bags, don't lose meat, don't buy cheesecloth. Phelps Game Calls, had Jason Phelps on here before. You know, he came out with his new backcountry uh, tube. It's good, but it's not as good as his old, big, hunky bugle tube from years back, and that's what I use primarily. I just love the way that thing sounds. I don't mind the size, and if it was any smaller, I'd probably lose it in the woods. Onyx Hunt, I don't hunt without my phone, on, and I use my tracker every day to track my tracks. That's how I lock down where the elk trails are, how far I've gone, which way to travel, waypoints. I can share them public and private game when you're hunting places that you got to do that um it's a no-brainer there's two different types of memberships currently you can get the elite one which is what i have and you have all the states and it updates and i no longer use a gps it's awesome and you can put your phone on airplane mode like i do and turn it on when you need to make a call or text or whatever but primarily my phone's turned off and i want it off while i'm elk hunting off grid out of washington freeze dried meals best breakfast in the nation. the dinners are awesome. the macros protein carb fat ratios are dialed i'm I'm sold and I think there are some other good ones out there. I've brought some ones on the podcast before I think they're good too, but I'm just gonna stay true to, to somebody out of Washington who's blue collar and the last one is probably it's not a big deal to me and it's probably not a big deal to you but um I think I'm done with uh mountain ops quite honestly I just um It's been good. They're a great company, good people. But at the end of the day, I run a CrossFit gym, and there's a company out of Utah as well called FNX, and they make supplements and a much vast variety for more of CrossFitters. And I, I decided I only want to take what I'm selling at my gym. And so we started carrying FNX, and I just was like, I don't want to take a different brand. At the end of the day, I'm a CrossFitter who elk hunts. And maybe you're an elk hunter who CrossFits. I'm not sure what your deal is, but I don't care what you take as long as your nutrition's dialed first. That's the first place to start. Are you eating five, six small meals a day with protein at each meal? Food that is really food. A vast variety of colors. Eat a rainbow a day. Largely plant-based food. I'm not a vegan, but I do understand that most of your calories should come from fruits and vegetables. And I eat a lot of elk meat, but... um, a couple things I liked about FNX was that they had basically everything a guy could need. They have proteins for the morning, proteins for post-workout. They have the branch chains, the creatine. They have stimulant-free pre-workout, which I think is critical. They also have st- stimulant pre-workout as well. They have a greens formula called Rebalance where you can get a serving of fruits and vegetables in a scoop. That's huge. They sell krill oil, which is... You need your omegas, friends, and uh, at this time right now, that was something that wasn't offered. So they got a daily multi, they even have cricket protein. I mean, there's a bunch more stuff on here, but really, uh, I think it was just time for me to make a change. I love Mountain Ops. I think they're a great company. I think they're really good people. I don't know if they promote the kind of hunting that I'm all about. Uh, I don't know if the the guys behind the business without well name and names but I think there's an exception or two in there but a lot of them don't haunt public land and um, they kind of already have a podcast that they uh, own and stand behind and it's a really good one and I just have nothing but positive things to say about them and what they're doing and I know they're going to continue to crush it it's just I'm not going to go that direction I'm going to go a new direction it's not a big deal but it's just kind of where I'm at and any company that's gonna be behind CrossFit, I I uh, I see a win-win for me, and and again, I'm I'm really truly about public land elk hunting. Uh, that's what I'm about. I don't have much other on my radar other than, you know, those general tags, guys that get like at most five ten days a year to elk hunt, and they have no way of affording a landowner tag, a trespass fee, a trophy fee, a guide fee. It's just it's not even close to affordable when you had to put kids to college or put food on the table and you're just barely getting time off and your family is super important to you and you just, you're just you going to be away from them. So you're going to do it a way that's extremely challenging. Is it more challenging? I think so. Is it more rewarding? I know so. And so that's the direction I'm going and that's if I want to align with companies like that. So that's what we're doing. I don't think I need to say much more than that. On to my current project I'm working behind the scenes, besides trying to run a gym, be a dad, and and be a great husband most importantly, is I'm working on a YouTube series similar to Land of the Free, Destination Elk, and how many others are basically documenting their their elk hunts day by day versus just a a one-shot movie, and it's more vlog style. Sorry, Grady Rawls, if you don't get that, but my buddy Grady hates vlog stuff, but it's it's more of just a journal of day-to-day of my elk hunts in Idaho, which, if you don't know the backstory, I had no elk tags in Idaho at the start of the season. I kind of went all in on my Nevada draw tag and my Wyoming draw tag, and you've probably heard by now, if you haven't, Mrs. Staten tried to cut all her fingers off while I was in the backcountry of Nevada without cell phone service. Uh, I was on day eight and a half of ten of a 10-day hunt, what it turned out to be, because Found out I needed to get home because you can't really change diapers, make dinners and do all that and go to surgery when your husband's gone in the backcountry. So I sacrificed my Wyoming tag and I put a um, death warrant on the next bull I could find and I killed on day 10 and was home on day 11, ready to take my wife to surgery and uh, help her recover. And then after about five or six days, I kind of figured out that, okay, she's going to be okay what we're going to do is uh, hunt close to home. I got the Idaho cabin about two hours away. I can jam over, hunt for a handful of days and come back and do more responsibility stuff. Plus, it gave me a chance to do like work stuff, answer emails and follow up with leads, process payroll, all that really sexy stuff that you guys don't want to hear about. So that's what I did. I just did Idaho and my dad was pumped, obviously, because he was hunting there anyway. So I joined him and... Uh, I just take you day by day, the days that I did get to Idaho, it's very three or four on, three or four off-ish, throughout the month of September, uh, spoiler alert, two bulls dive by me, one bull dies by my dad, I've got some pretty good footage uh, shooting on an iPhone 6s or something like that, and I was, uh, and that phone's broken now, but uh, I also had a head camera mount, so I got some decent footage for a solo elk hunter, and I think I uh, I don't know. I just like doing it because it helps me educate people on what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and you can learn what I do and why I do it, and you can kind of figure out your own brand, your own style of like elk hunting. So check that series out. It's free. It's on YouTube. I would appreciate if you subscribed. I would always appreciate good, positive five-star reviews on the podcast so at the end of the year I can go back to my partners and say, hey, look what I'm doing. I'm really cool. Let's keep this going. And that's really um, – I guess kind of important, so yeah, do that for me, please, and uh, and enjoy the series, I'm going to drop them every couple of days, and I don't know how many it's going to be, it's going to be 10 plus episodes, and they're not long, but they're real short, to the, and they're not fancy, nothing I do is fancy, everything's kind of rough, raw, authentic, and that's kind of just who I am, so hopefully you dig that, and we're coming up on, much time do I got left on this bad boy, I got three minutes left, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to reach out to me, direct message me on Instagram, at DanTheFitnessMan. You can follow the Elkshape one as well. On Instagram, you can hit me up, elkshape at gmail.com. You can go to the website, elkshape.com, and you can read the workouts. I've started posting my workouts again. By the way, working out sucks. I'd rather be elk hunting. Uh, it's been a rough couple weeks walking around half crippled doing CrossFit. You can it takes you forever to get good CrossFit gains, and then it takes you no time at all to lose them super frustrating. I don't understand that, but that's the way it's always been. So October's always my hobble around month. I'm super sore and tired, but I love it. And I'm training for next year. I got bear and whitetail for the rest of the season. And that'll again be on public land and, uh, it'll be hard, but I, that's what, that's what we do. And yeah, thanks for listening. And I just wanted to tell you guys that hustle is my love language. So I want you to hustle every day in the name of better elk hunting. I want you to do the difficult decisions, the the ones that you don't want to do. You don't want to work out. You can find other excuses. You don't want to shoot your bow daily. You don't want to put your phone down and engage with your family. You don't want to create envelopes and put cash away for things that uh, may come up down the road. Like all those things call, require discipline. And you have to know your why or you're not going to do them. And your why is you're tired of elk tag soup or your why is you're... You want to be able to hunt harder and go further and maximize every second of every day and and get success and fill your freezer with elk meat. Keep yourself healthy so you can do this for years to come. These are your whys. You want to be able to provide a stable platform for your family and provide for them. This is what we're all about. So I appreciate you listening. I hope you always leave inspired, educated, and hungry for more. And I'll catch you on the next one.